Good day and welcome to Modern Sisyphus, the podcast that shares my weight loss journey and how I feel about it. It's me, Selena, and I am here with Lorraine. Hi, Lorraine. How are you? Hi. It's great to join you today. I'm very happy you can. <laughs> Seriously, I actually, I really miss you and everyone. <laughs> so oh my it's, gosh. it's good to hear your voice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because you like we've been all FaceTiming people. I know everybody's been like doing video chatting with everybody, but I must say, like, yeah, I'm a hugger for shizzle, and I miss giving you people that just bear squeeze hugs or saying hi or high fiving or elbow bumping. Yeah, I miss it too. Hopefully soon. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. All right. So let's dive into my weekly progress report. I have lost one pound. So oh, no. yeah. <laughs> so I'm now 192 pounds. I feel really good about that. And I'm really happy to see the progress that I want and what I'm aiming for. My diet has been pretty good and I've been good with uh, disciplining myself and sticking to my goals and also my weekly goal of fine tuning my meals. My workouts have been good as well. And we are actually going to go into detail about that for today's topic. And I'm happy to report that the challenge that I took from you, Luray, of rolling out a body part each day has Aww. been successful so far. So what do you think about that? Yay, I'm so excited to hear that. Um, what part did you pick first? My feet. Do you remember? Your feet? Yeah. Now, were they really crackly or were they gross? Or were they, they weird? Or were they nice? It felt nice. There was no crackly or anything, but there was a lot of tightness. So I didn't foam roll it out. I used the little cross ball that you gave me. And hey. yeah, I just really worked on like the entire foot on the outside and the inside of the arch and it felt really nice. So that's what I started off with. And then the second day I did my pecs and I really just spent a lot of time rolling out the pectoral muscles and getting kind of all those tight spots and that it didn't feel too good. I was, I was pretty tight in there. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But you know, um, I think we've all experienced this the first time you foam roll the first time you would do any, um, self myofascial releasing is a little, little term you can use for that. Um, it is not the most comfortable thing in the entire world. It is pretty uncomfortable. So, but the more and more you do it, the less intense it becomes. So nice job, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think for tonight, what I'm going to try to tackle is my lat muscles and do the, the angel wing thing and try to get that. Those are fun. Good luck. (laughs) Thanks. I'm scared, but I'm going to take it easy. I probably won't end up moving my arms. I'll probably just hold it for five breaths. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably what's going to happen. All right, but let's talk about HIT. So HIT stands for High Interval Intensity Training. 
the structure of this type of workout is a period of time where you go as fast and as hard as you can with a move, for example, crunches or jump squats. Then you had a then you have a period of rest. Then you go back to going as hard and as fast as you can, then a rest. You do this for about 20 minutes, which is usually the average, but you can go as little as seven minutes. But Lorraine, I would really like your input on this because you know all the goody-goody info that a HIIT workout <laughs> it provides for, for you when you do it. Uh, yes. Uh, all the, the nuggets of goodness. Um, so there's just like a couple things that's really, really nice about a hit routine versus other ones. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are science and, um, health nerds that are, you know, that could be listening to this. And so we're not going to delve real crazy. Um, but basically time is a big, a big thing. Um, a lot of people don't have a lot of time to stay at the gym or do the gym thing for a couple hours. You know, we all have lives and kids and people and things and stuff to do. So if you have anything from like, you know, seven, 10 minutes to up to 40, I mean, I guess you can go up to 40. I wouldn't want to go up to 40, but you know, it's a great way to get a quick routine in, in the beginning of the day, middle of the day, or, you know, at the end when you just don't have a ton of time or energy. Um, it's, it's fantastic. And yes, it's great because it, it helps increase what's called your metabolic rate. Um, so not only do you, you know, burn calories while you're doing the particular workout, but it raises your um, metabolism. Hey, kid, it's, it's good to hear the little four legs, by the way, today. Evane, yeah, so, Evane likes hit workouts, too. Yes, she's all about it. Yeah. So it, Sorry, it go ahead. Helps you, no, you're so good. It helps you burn calories for a longer period of time after the routine which is super awesome and really great. So um, you say you do something in you know the beginning of the day or middle of the day, your metabolic rate is higher for the rest of the day. So you end up burning a little bit more calories as well. And um, so we're talking about like time and metabolic rate. And um, there's a little bit of like oxygen depletion as well during the workout. And then you have to re- I guess, retake and replenish all the oxygen within your body, which is really, really good. Um, there's a bunch of different things that have to do with it, but I just like it. It's fast. It's convenient. Um, you can be really creative on whatever level you are. You can be a beginner with HIT and, or an advanced athlete, and it's still challenging. There's still room to grow. There's still things to do. Um, it never gets boring or old. That's one of the things that I like about it. In regards to beginners, so let's say you have someone who is a beginner and they mm -hmm. want to give HIT a try. What ratio would you recommend they do, or how should they go about starting a HIT routine? Um, that's actually a really great, great question. Um, when I have when I suggest people talking about or starting with a hit routine, first thing is um, if you've never done exercise like any sort of hit routine or it's kind of an exercise before, um, don't go high impact. You don't need to be doing some jump squats and crazy things like that. You can start with doing stuff on the floor, um, feet connected to the ground, um, anything from like a bridge 
and doing some some mat work or something that's connected to the floor so you're not doing some big jumping stuff that still gets your heart rate going and um, adding in holds like doing something for repetitions like fast and then adding in a hold right afterwards i mean like playing with holds and moving and holds and moving that really helps to kind of give you a little bit of break and catch your breath but you're still working really hard um so an example would be a plank hold for you know 20 seconds and break for 10 and then jump into um, laying on your back and doing bicycle movements so you see how there's a dynamic movement and then there's a hold to it. And that's just a really, really approachable way of starting something new without having high impact um, or doing something you've never done before and having to really worry about form and function and like and execution. So when you ask for like what's my recommended to it, um, I like doing something for 20 seconds on and 30 seconds on, 10 seconds off picking five things that five movements you're really comfortable with and seeing if you can do them three rounds. Um, that's kind of a really safe approach to start getting you going and start um, just getting into the practice of creating a, a good um, hit routine. And then you go from there. So you think 30 seconds, what did you say? 30 seconds on? And 30 seconds off, is that what you said? I, uh, I like, for me, I like a 20, 30 seconds on, okay. 10 seconds off. 10 seconds off, wow. I, well, that's just me. But you can go with like a little bit longer. You can go anywhere up to like 20, 30 seconds, 40 seconds if you need to. Um, I think that 20 on and 10 off is, is a great starting ratio. 20 on gives you enough to start getting going and moving. But then you have 10 seconds, and then you can kind of measure how long your workout is going to be. If you're doing some like six things, you're doing it for 30 seconds, you got three minutes. And then you can do it four times, boom, 12 minutes, and you're done. Okay. So you see how like it's easy to kind of figure out timing with that, too? So you can figure out where to put in your day. So if you have 12 minutes, because you're waiting on your rice to cook or something, you know, boom, get your hit routine in, and you're done. Gotcha. I had, I had missed that the on period was 20 seconds. So that's absolutely Mm -hmm. doable. Like 20 seconds on and 10 seconds off and five rounds. So that would be, yeah, that's like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I was going to say for depending on what you're playing with, like, yeah, you can go anywhere. I mean, and don't even, if you're really new, start with three. And celebrate the fact that you did three rounds and then go from from there. Yeah, that's, I'd have to say is that's probably one thing that I am always working on or telling myself when I'm doing HIT is you never get comfortable with the moves because you should be pushing yourself the hardest you can every single time you're in a high intensity. So Mm -hmm. if you're comfortable with the move, well, you need to find a way to push those limits. Otherwise you're just doing the move for however long and you're not Mm -hmm. really getting the benefits that you want to be getting when you're doing a hit routine. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then hits come in all sorts of different like names too. So 
like, you know, you can find what you Google hit routine. Like there's things like Tabatas and AMRAPs and every minute on the minute and, and all sorts of different things. So, um, it's one of, I would say one of the most diverse ways that you can work out. I don't think you'd never really get bored and get sweaty, but not bored. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I really like about hit routines is I can pick whatever move I want and that's what I get to do. So okay. for this week I chose my first, I did five moves. My first one was a sprint. So I had to sprint and I just sprinted in place as hard and as fast as I could. And then mountain climbers and then a handstand so I had to hold a handstand and then pull-ups and burpees. And last week we had talked about adding in a move in the in my hit routine that was an ab move where I was bringing my knees to my chest but then also a move where I was bringing my chest to my knees. And I will say that I did try to incorporate a move where I was bringing my chest to my knees. The problem was that I was trying to do an oblique workout (laughs) and I couldn't time in the high intensity interval to switch to the other side. And then also because of the workout pants I was wearing, I couldn't get a grip. And so it wasn't safe enough for me to properly do the exercise. And so I had to switch in the moment to do pull-ups. So the good news is though, is that I still have two more hit routines this week so that I can find an exercise that will allow me to incorporate a chest to knees move that incorporates my abs, but allows me to do it properly and and safely. So I did try. Okay. But I'm going to try again. Well, um, not to put a little fuel on this fire, but uh, after your hit routine, you can do, you know, take a minute or two, grab your breath, and you can do a little accessory work. If you can't incorporate it within your workout, you can do what's called, you know, just a little bonus track accessory work. <laughs> You're like, okay, then I got to do a minute of abs at the end and I'm done. You know, I mean, just saying, throw that one out there. <laughs> That's fair. Be- well, that that is fair because the the interval that I use, I just YouTube it. It's a free video, and I just okay. cast it to my TV. And I do 40, 40 seconds high interval, 20-second rest. Okay. And I do that four times. And the last minute, so it's actually 21 minutes, the last okay. minute they – encourage you to do a final burst for one minute. And I usually do burpees. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess I could incorporate another move that if I get tired of doing burpees for that one minute, I can do a move where it's, you know, a one minute killer ab just getting that last little bit of oomph out there 
Um, I like your feelings towards burpees. The reason why I do them is because I don't like them and I want to become just a killer when it comes to burpees. Like I want to be able to do the burpees that you see those really intense workout people doing, you know, where they're just like jumping up, dropping down, doing a push up, jumping up and all that. It's so cool looking. I want to be able to do it. So that's why I do it is because I hate them so much. Okay. But they're so I mean, good I, for you. I I I support you so much in that. So much. I support <laughs> you so much all the way. And I will cheer you on from the sidelines. And I will count them for you. And I will encourage you to do more. I will run. I will run a half marathon before I do burpee. <laughs> Why do you dislike burpees so much? I just... Yeah, I don't know. I just particularly don't really enjoy them. I mean, not that anybody does, but I just, I just never particularly enjoyed them. <laughs> Telling you, I will jump squat. I will lift things. I will do other things. <sighs> some people agree with me and some people don't. I feel like, but you know, teach their own, man. Some people like vanilla ice cream and some people like chocolate. <laughs> and that is okay. I am yeah. totally fine with, uh, your feelings on burpees. I'm sure there's some exercise out there that I feel the same way. I just can't identify it at this moment, but I'm sure there's one move out there that I say to myself, kudos to you for being able to do that. I will not. (laughs) I pass respectively. That's awesome. I can't wait to figure out what that is. As soon as I identify it, I will text it to you with like eight explanation points to be like, I figured it out. <laughs> when you do this, you need to you need to share this with everybody that's listening on this podcast. You because all of us are going to be like, what is it that she like hates? If you just text it to me, that's not fair. We need to let the listeners know too. <laughs> that's fair. That's true, and they can always like email and share with you what they hate. Because then maybe you can try it, and then maybe maybe you will join the ranks of whatever else they don't like. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I wonder if I'm the only one, you know, for the people who are listening, if I'm the only one who likes burpees, if I'm the outlier in that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you were. I need to find something that I really dislike just so I can have a dislike in common with everyone. (laughs) And I'm not like the only one who can, I like all workouts. There's gotta be one out there. I remember when I found out you disliked burpees, we were doing, I don't, I feel like it was when we were working out at the beach. Remember when we used to work out at the beach? Uh-huh. And I, I think I gave the option. I think I said jump squats or burpees, and you were like, fuck burpees. And so you just started doing <laughs> jump squats. And I was so surprised because I thought in my head, I was like, Loray doesn't like burpees. Loray? No. I was so surprised. No. no, no. Jump squats all day. Nope, nope, and nope. <laughs> Maybe it's jump squats I hate. I don't like jump squats. I'll do them, though. But I'll do them, so I guess I just have an aversion to them. Maybe. All right, then I'm just curious to see. um, Yeah, I was going to say our listeners to see 
what what exercise they hate the most and email and or let us know because now I want to know because now I want to have like you try them all (laughs) (laughs) I'll make a list too most hated exercises okay we're totally digressing off of where we need to go from here yes very much so but I will say that if that does happen where people email in their workouts and and all of that Create my hit workouts for me, so I save a little bit of time during the week. So I welcome that with open arms. Awesome. Now, even though I've lost weight and I feel good about my workouts and my diets, I did want to talk about how I feel because I have had some, I guess you could say, sad feelings come up. During the week, I had a little bit of dancing time that I was able to enjoy, and then my HIIT workout. And while I was dancing, I videoed myself to see how I was doing because I don't have you know a good mirror set up in my house, and it's always good to video video yourself to get progress. And I just did not like what I what I saw. And uh-huh. while I was doing my HIIT workout, I just did not like what I felt. I could, I just felt gross. Like not gross from sweating working out, but gross because I had to constantly adjust my clothing because I had fat rolls coming out. I had to, when I was watching the video of me dancing, I was just like, I do not like the way my legs look at all. And so all I could do is focus on my legs and like the fat on my legs. And I just feel so, I feel like a walrus walking on land. Like that is what I think I look like. (laughs) Like I'm doing this like huge worm where I'm taking up space, but I'm doing it with blubber. It's a friend. (laughs) It doesn't feel good. I don't, I don't like it. And it's frustrating because I know I'm working out and, you know, while I was doing my HIIT workout, I was telling myself to, to motivate myself to, to keep going. Cause it's freaking hard. I was out of breath. My body hurts because I'm pushing it past that breaking point. And I just told myself, you're burning that fat. You're getting rid of it. Just keep going. Don't stop. If you don't want this fat, you have to burn it off. But it's it was tough because it it was so hard. And then also I'm telling myself, like I'm carrying this around and I'm working out with all this extra weight, which makes it harder. And I, I don't like that either. Uh-huh. And so I just, I need to find a way where I can be kinder to myself about that. Mm-hmm. I, be, but I don't want to be, I don't want to accept it because that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's because I don't mm-hmm. accept it. But mm-hmm. I also don't want to beat the crap out of myself, like phys- like mentally and emotionally and talk bad about myself, you know? But it's mm-hmm. tough because I don't feel good. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull the hoodie over my face so I can hide it. Like, <laughs> It's so uncomfortable. It is. I mean, like, we've all been there where we have extra weight on us. We're like, "Mm, this is not like, I don't feel like this is an accurate portrayal of who I am and and what I want to do. And 
what I can do. You know what I mean? Or, or, um, so, okay. So there's this whole thing about like, I've had to work through a lot of this kind of stuff as well. Um, you're, first of all, you're not the only person that has felt this way and looked in the mirror and be like, dang, mm, not what I dig. So don't really want to walk on the beach like this right now. And it's not, um, you're not like shaming yourself. You're not like, um, doing anything to tear yourself down or think negatively about you. You are recognizing this as like, this is not who I am. This is not like, this is not where I want to be. You know, um, you, I look at like my body right now is in a different shape than it was in when I was a, a long distance runner, when I was running six miles a day, you know, to eight miles a day. And I was in a different body type than I am now. Now my passion is, um, is a little bit more requires a lot more strength and, um, agility as well as flexibility, but it's, it's a different sport than, um, aerial fitness is a different sport than it would be than, than long distance running. So my body reflects that in the sport, you know, I'm not the same as a long distance runner as I am as an aerialist. I have a lot more muscle and it's just different, but I have to sit there and be like, you know, I'm really proud of my body. I'm proud that my legs were able to carry me 13.1 miles. I'm proud of me that, you know, I'm able to do this now. Like, and versus when I was doing this sport. So you can look at yourself and be like, dang, like, this is not where I want to be. This is not what I want to do. Um, but you're also proud of like, you're taking a moment saying, yes, I am strong. Yes, I am capable of doing this. Um, I just want it now to reflect outwardly, um, and make it easier for like, you're like, you said, yeah, with that extra weight on, like it's harder for you to do things that you enjoy doing. So maybe one of the thought process behind this is like to lean, to lose that, extra so you have a little bit it's a little bit easier for you to to do the things that you're most passionate about doing and to do more of it possibly um so I, I think it's just like changing that I know that you're working on that mindset and you're like man like I do not look the way I feel and I want to be able to do more and I'm proud of my body for what it can do because girl I mean you work with animals all day. Like you're lifting things around. We were just talking about you hiking last week. So your body is strong and capable and amazing. But I know you want to see that. I know you want to feel that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. And that's the whole thing is I just, I feel like my body doesn't reflect what I can do, you know, and it, uh, I think that's like probably one of the frustrating things. And I don't even want it to show for other people or anything either. I just, I want it to show for me because I know I can do it, but outwardly it doesn't show. And so it's frustrating. I do have some tonage a little bit, but it's also, you know, I, get it. I can, yeah. I'm, I'm searching for it. I don't want to search for it. <laughs> I just want yeah. it to pop. <laughs> like I just want to feel confident and feel healthy. Yeah. I got you, girl. You're not the only girl and you're not the only person that has this like mindset that has this like, ah, oh, dang, I just don't, oh, I don't like what I see in the mirror. That's not a true reflection of me. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that's kind of one of the reasons why, you know, I'm, doing this is because you never, you never really hear about people 
starting or wanting to lose weight. Usually people will notice that you've lost weight and then it's celebrated, but people don't usually talk about it. And I think it's because that's confirmed, like part of you feels like that is confirming that you are overweight or that your diet is bad or you know what I mean? That there's this confirmation that you don't want to say out loud. So it comes off silently and then we celebrate it after the fact. But it's it is tough. It's hard when you're doing this workout by yourself in your house and you have to constantly adjust your clothing. I think it like I'm finding that that is a big thing for me. Is constantly adjusting my clothing is like a big thing for me. I don't like it. Uh-huh. You know, so uh-huh. And it's whatever clothes I get, I'm always adjusting them. So that's tough. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a huge mental struggle. I get that, 100%. <laughs> I think that's why we're always looking for the perfect squat-proof pant, too. Right? That's why <laughs> leggings are so damn popular. <laughs> right? They always fit just well enough. But yeah, you've heard of the squat-proof pant, too. You have to, like, check to make sure, like... <laughs> you can squat and things like stay in the same place. Yes. Struggle. I mean, that's a real struggle from everybody, like from everybody across the board. Like, I don't care who you are. We all got the squat, like struggle, the squat pants struggle. <laughs> Going forward, I am going to continue fine-tuning my diet, continuing with my workouts, and I am going to foam roll a body part a day. We're recording in the middle of the week, so I still have plenty of time for my next weigh-in to reach those goals. Additionally, Lorray gave me some really beautiful words that I'm going to have her repeat for me as well as for you. Lorraine, go ahead. Yes. So I just wanted to remind you that you are amazing. You are beautiful. You are fantastic. And you are just an amazing, sparkling person, no matter where you are in your brains and processes. So just remember that. Stay kind to yourself. You are fantastic. Thank you, Lorraine. That's beautiful. Thank you for listening to our episode today. That boulder is still moving, and I'm going to keep pushing it. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Just keep going. Don't stop. If you would like to reach out to the show, you can email me at sisyphuspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to know more about Lorraine, you can go to Foundation Movement Fitness on Instagram. That's at foundation underscore movement underscore fitness. My name is Selena. And I'm Lorraine. And this is Modern Sisyphus.